The Pelicans release photos of Zion Williamson working out. We're going to discuss what this means, plus what we expect from Willie Green and the new coaching staff this year. Pro Pels Talk Sunday edition starting right now. To the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is sponsored by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, located at 19 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413 if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. The Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, Lido 5 tonight. Um, over the weekend, 5, some photos came out of a certain... Somebody we haven't seen in a long time, Zion Williamson. Um, we'll bring up the photos here in a little bit, but initial reaction, um, is it, what does this mean? I told you. I told you what this would be. It's a, it's a good sighting just to see Zion. Uh, I like the fact that the Pels kind of did it like incognito. Um, there was just one photo. It wasn't just all Zion. Is Everybody's working out, and Zion's like the third photo that you see, and then there are more photos, but you got to go to the link and kind of sift through them and, and find Zion, which is, which is pretty cool. It's like, all right, he's just like one of the guys. That's kind of what you want to see is Zion just being around, working out, just, you know, getting his body together, prepared for the season. That's just what we wanted to see. Yeah, and, and for those, if you haven't seen the photo, I'm sure you have. I'll bring it up here again. Here's Zion um, in the weight room. And then here's Zion getting work in on the courts. Uh, Lito, it, you know, it, we can all say it's just pictures. You know, prove it to me. What is it? Is this a big deal or not? A basketball player being in shape is uh, not, I guess it wouldn't necessarily be a big deal, but I guess because of who it is, it, it would. it is a bigger deal than – what it should be, but I'm glad to see it. I'm happy to see him in in this form this early in the season. Yeah, you know I mean, but but at the same time, like he came in shape last season too. Like it's it's not like he, uh, you know, doesn't come into the season in shape necessarily. Well, for the last couple of years, but I will say this: um, I believe that he's got a chip on his shoulder. Some things happened in his life. A lot of things were said. His life has basically been picked apart. Um, the only way he can extract violence is on the court, and I believe that he's gonna he's gonna do that. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna have a, I think he's gonna have a hell of a run this season. I mean, okay, oh, my bad, just no, go go ahead. Go no, ahead I just, uh, just want to uh, pick it back off that. Like, uh, I had a let's say not a conversation, but like that was a tweet that was out there that said. Uh, Oh, he's getting muscles. Like that's not going to help you on a basketball court. No, no, it, it, it no, it will. It actually will. You know, the the muscles in the right place can actually prevent injuries. Just knowing where to work out and how to perform certain exercises can help you reduce the likelihood of injuries. You know, happening to a guy that's like Zion. So when you see him like this, like there was a what three or four months ago, maybe like the beginning of the summer, there was a video that came out at, as he was welcoming a, a new not welcoming a new baby but the the gender reveal right like he looks slim this is a different body style than what that video even shown like this is more muscle right and for a guy like that you rather have 
muscle mass rather than you know soft tissue because when it's a soft tissue injury that's when you see the 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 worst of it right um and Lito, i you know to your point right he did come into shape last year and the picture and you know how he looks and he's talking to cj and he was in shape and things like that but do you remember last year him releasing photos or just, you know, in generally working out in the offseason? Because Five said it a couple weeks ago, and we've talked about it this summer. We just want to see him. Just see him in the gym. What he's, What is he doing? Is he putting in the work, right? So I think personally it's a step in the right direction because at least it shows that he's okay with us seeing that he's working out. Like, that's all we want. Uh, wait, so wait, what's the question? The question is, well, it's more of a question. It's more of a statement. Like, do, do you think that at least I got like lost in my, <laughs> I got lost in my thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts on it. I'm just saying, don't you think it's at least a step in the right direction? I know it's year five. I understand how many games he's played in the last two years, but at least this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, health is always a step in the right direction. Whatever you do in life, like if if you have. If you're, if you're working towards better health, then for sure. I do understand the people who are cautious and who have a wait-and-see approach with it because, again, this is year five. And, you know, New Orleans or, or, or people in the South, people in Louisiana, like, you, you, you got to show us. Can't really just say anything to us and expect us to believe it, especially if you showed us, if you showed us otherwise uh, before. So I get I get the the skepticism. I, I totally understand. I'm personally optimistic. I I think that this is gonna be. I think this is his. I think this is gonna be a season. You really five? Do you believe that? You know what? This I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, as a hurricane is is uh, going towards Car- I mean uh, California at this current moment. Uh, good luck to those people. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna need it. Um, Zion is becoming a real Louisiana. He is. He's had multiple hurricanes in his life in the last five years. Multiple. And they just keep happening. And no matter what, he got to get back up and he got to go through it again and go through it again. And eventually, and eventually you're going to get through that storm. And that's when the good times roll. Mm. We don't know how long those good times roll. But when they roll, they roll. So, you know, you you running in that hot sun, bro. We know what it is. You yeah. out, if you running out on that field at that time, bro. Hey, you might want to beat that sun before it beats you. So, you know, he's he's been. I assume not. I don't know anything for sure. Seems like he's been here more than he's been here in the past. What four off seasons? And I think he's really like okay, I'm a villain. So hopefully he continues that energy. Like if he shows up as a villain, I'm gonna support it. Can I? Can I? Listen. One more thing. One more yeah. thing. Yeah. One more thing. I, I I truly believe he, bro. Listen. First of all, let me. In, in the words of Brother Ross, if he's running in this heat. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, he got it on his mind. Like this is not, you know what I'm saying? This, this, this shit is not for play. Like this is, this is serious. Like you, you, you out there to get the money. You, you don't play around in this heat. Like look, that, hey, that's what the heat turned you into. You, you running in that he shit? Probably, he probably a couple shades darker. Real you know? shit. Yeah. Easy. Hey, listen. 
Hey, listen, I I I I genuinely feel like Bob said something very important. I don't know, I don't know brothers I am. Never spoken to him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not five, so I've never been in the locker room with him. But I want to say this. If he genuinely embraces this villain role, I think this could this could this could exponentially change the arc of his career. Because just, yeah, go, go ahead. I, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. This could change the arc of his 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 life. Yo, like just embrace it, dog. I I, I don't know well, him, but I feel like from what I gather from him, he's a people pleaser. So, Lita, give me an example when you say be the villain. What do you what do you want him to do? Let me just completely dominate games and night in night out. Does that mean stay healthy? What does that mean? Go ahead, be the villain. I'm gonna just say take take the the first Phoenix game the the one I was at right the the the. Minnesota Timberwolves game that okay. Lita was at. Take those two games, mix them up, and just spread them around 82 games. Like, or, or 75 games. How many games you gonna play? Be that. Be what you were in those games. I'm not I'm not saying you're gonna like dominate every game. If you can, do your thing. But be that. Be as dominant as you want. Don't take, don't give, don't take a night off. Mm-hmm. Don't take, don't give anybody any second chances, any second like no, 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 nothing. nothing. You already. Oh, I didn't. Go ahead, Lita. Go ahead. You you already the villain in somebody's story anyway, right? Somebody always, somebody already got you written as a villain in some shape or form. Embrace that shit. Be it. Live by it. When he plays, I don't care who answers first. When he plays, do y'all think he plays hard every night? Yeah, but it's not like. It's the level of tenacity. It's like the no step on their neck. Like don't don't allow them to breathe. Don't. So you, you don't. think he takes some nights off or doesn't give that that effort? I guess maybe every night. Like they, I, I understand. I, We've only have so many few games to pick from, I, but the Minnesota and Phoenix ones. I'm not saying that he that. doesn't play hard. That's that's not what I'm saying. I just saying I'm just saying like, don't wait till the fourth quarter to dominate. Like nah, dominate mm-hmm. the whole game. Every minute that you're out there, every minute that you that you're you know engaged, even when you're on the bench, be super engaged, mm-hmm. be super locked in to the fact that, like, now nah, when I get back in, it's gonna be like this again. Like, I'm I gotta kill, I gotta, cause you never know. If, if you're Zion, bro, you gotta look at it like every second that you play on the NBA court at this moment is like is is a luxury. It's precious. Press, yeah, press you press. can't take it for game. You you know what it is. You know what the next the next second, the next minute, it could all be shut down. I I feel like when I say it, when, when I say it, it's not. I'm not saying he don't play hard. I, I'm yeah. just saying I want him to, his level of not giving a fuck to rise. I, I want I want I want him to be at a level where like he's just not such a nice guy. I want him to be. I want him to understand that, that it's him. And it's those guys in the locker room against the world, basically. Like, that's the mentality you have to have. And I feel like, like, for instance, I don't remember what team it was. might have been the Timberwolves. I'm sorry, Justin. But it might have been the Timberwolves where he was giving, like, props to the other side after the game. Like, it was a – you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, fuck that. It was him and Ant. No. It's us against them. No. You you, you beat us. You took my squad out. Like, you nah. When 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 y'all also make really good points, but yeah, like I want to see Zion 
more of like being a leader, right? Like a vocal leader. I, I know he can play well, but like more of a vocal leader, challenging teammates. I disagree with the, you there. Why? Because because dog, being a leader got to be who you are. If you're not a leader, if you're not a leader, like you can't. Who's the leader just, of the team? Brian. Okay. How do y'all? I mean, and I agree with you, but how would y'all rate his leadership? Rate it. I don't know. It's not like, like do you think he's a high level le- like leader? Like, sure, I know, I, I know, leader. I know all the guys follow him. So, yeah, and listen, yeah. he works his ass off, and like, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying that was like, don't you think your leader needs to be a little more vocal? In, in there, my there's, opinion, there's different styles of leadership, and, okay. and whoever, whatever works, works. But some, do I think Brendan needs to be a little bit more vocal? Of course, I don't. I, I like conversation. You know, I like right. I like to see when people talk because I think when you when you allow right. things to be communicative, then nothing is like by the wayside. Like you don't you leave no uh, stone on time. Yeah. So I, I would say that, but I'm not looking for Zion to to rally the troops. No, I'm looking for Zion to write his own ship, like to, to be his right. own person. And once that happens, then you'll see the change in the team. Like once that happens, you know, I used I used to think that leadership was strictly vocal. Um, like, I of course you want a Mike, you want a Kobe, you want you want a you want a guy to come in the locker room and 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 just say, Mitch, I can't play with these guys; they fucking suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you want that, no. but 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 then but then you look at the Tim Duncan's of the world, right? Who who they not gonna do that? They just go go out and they go play with the the, the poise. In, right. in 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 the 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 dedication of the culture of that team and it literally like is just gonna is gonna breathe through him into the other players and I think yo listen it's hard to be a leader when you've played 90 however many games like you can't I'm not just gonna follow you because you ain't put the like be no mind you BI's missed time too but you see B.I. in the locker room. You see B.I. in the summer. You see B.I. putting the work in. You see B.I. working out with guys. But Bonds, Forms, Trust is usually forced through fire. And if they ain't walked through the fire with him yet, then they they can't really take him on as a leader. We both y'all make great points. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Brandon's the leader of the team. Um, I'm just – I don't know. I just want to see something different from Zion, man. Like, I, you know, I obviously react to the photos, but like, you have that PTSD of thinking, you know, nothing's changed. You know, well, you just got to see it. Justin, you honest. know what he could do for me to be different? Just stay What's on that? the court. That's all he got to do. That's he all gotta, I care about. Because I, I, I just know he's going to impact the game if he's just on the court. He's just that good. It doesn't matter. The gravity he brings to the defense just makes everyone else's life. A lot, his, a lot, just a lot easier. His leadership might be contentious. Like we don't, we don't know Zion as a lead. I, I don't. No, you do. he's yeah. not. He's not a leader. He's yeah. not a leader. I, this, like I think we're like just, just thinking about it like way too far in advance. Like I want him to lead himself at first. Like lead himself. Like lead yourself to a point where like you're, you're your own man. You can make your own decisions on the basket. Like you do that. And then once you solidify that, then that will allow you to be some type of leader of men. You got to lead yep. yourself before you can lead other men. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. And, and look, man, I, I'm hoping for a big year from him. Like we, when he plays, 
when he plays, we're going to keep having this conversation. The team's really good. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we had this conversation a couple of days ago, five, but if he gives you 65, 70 games, they're a top five, six team in the West. They just are. Yeah. I don't think you wouldn't disagree with that, huh, Lito? I mean, I, you, you, you saw it. You, you, you saw it. Like it's hard to twenty disagree. whatever games, you know. That's yeah. not an eighty-two game, you know. Like that's yeah. hard, hard to disagree with the fact, man. Yeah. yeah. So, um, man, it's still good to see him in the gym. So, before we get into the next segment, segment, let's hit and hear from our sponsors over there at Crystal. I need to clear something up about New Orleans. While our culinary scene might be on fire. Our food has never been about heat. It's always been about flavor. And this is how New Orleans does flavor. Are we clear? Crystal, how New Orleans does flavor. Hey, hold on. That was shy. Hold on. Crystal got their enter the street. Nah, like, oh, I'm fucking with Crystal. I, I like, yo, hey. <laughs> Hey, yo. You never, you never seen that commercial? Nah. <laughs> oh, yeah. nah, you should see Lito's uh, facial reaction while watching the commercial. He loved it. Crystal hey, Hot yo. Sauce. I was like, man, you never seen that yet? That was, that's, I've that's actually never seen the official hot sauce of Propel's talk. Let's get into the next segment. Um, five. I'm excited about this. Segment. We we love the X's and O's. I love this segment here, right? Expectations from Coach Willie Green this year. He finally gets his own staff. He gets, he gets Borrego. He brings in Aaron Miles, right? He has Collins as his lead assistant, and he's got um, Vincent on the bench, right? That's his staff right there. Um, clearly, Borrego is going to have an identity offensively this uh, this year. And, and five, I want to give you some stats before you get into your thoughts. In Willie Green, 2021-2022 defensive rating, they were 20th. Last year, they were 6th. So you saw an improvement there. Offensively, Back-to-back years, they finished 20th in offensive rating. They never got better. Willie Green finally brings in Borrego, who's an X and O's guy. Can Borrego and Willie Green lead this team and just be a lot better offensively? If they're if they're just 15th, right? 15th, and, I, and I'm being real generous. Of course, they probably would have been 15th as Zion stays healthy or Brandon stays healthy. Of course, we get that. But it, even if they're just 15th without, like, same – you know, same principles happened last year, right? Where was Zion's out for an extended period of time, Brandon's out for an extended period of time. If they were just 15, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming, me personally, that they get five to six more wins. And and that's top six. And that's right top there. six, right? So with that being said, I think they have a real legitimate chance of being special. Um and to be honest, I think it's one not necessarily just the offensive thing, it's one instance of the basketball game that they can change it's rebounding if they rebound better everything changes and let me explain a little bit if brandon's a better rebounder if zion's a better rebounder that allows them to run the break without giving the ball up allows the defense not to be set and for those guys that's critical that is a one that is crystal hot sauce. That is mm. perfect for them, because if, if you watch the the you know the FIBA games today, like Brandon, if Brandon got a rebound, it was pushed. Boom, boom. He knows where everybody is. He's gonna find you. Like 
everything sets up from that. Zion's is pretty much the same way. The defense can't get set. That's premium for Zion. It's not seeing the set defense. Right. Him getting downhill right. and forcing somebody to foul him, or he's going to get to the rack, or he's going to find a Trey Murphy that's that's a spacer or a shooter that's in a corner. Like that's what you want. If this team just rebounds better collectively, not allowing just Jonas to get every board. No, everybody go rebound, and then that allows everything else to work afterwards. Damn, that was well said, Five. Um, and, and Lito, let me throw another stat at you. Um, in Willie Green's two years, uh, they were 21st in pace, and then last year, 16th. Mm-hmm. And when you're really at your best, you have four guys that can handle the ball. You would want to, like, you would think you'd want to play fast with Zion Williamson. Borrego, again, is going to bring pace to this team. You you have guys on this team. I, I really feel like, honestly, the detriment of the team last year was they didn't play fast enough. Like, you, you got guys, like, if you picked up the pace a little bit, Trey would get more shots in space because everybody's scrambling to, especially off a miss, everybody's scrambling to get to their man. Let's say Trey's the rebounder. He's the trailer, right? You, you, you kick it back to him, you know what I'm saying? He He's shooting a wide open three. Or if Zion is getting the rebound, bringing it up, like there's a mismatch all over the floor just simply like off a rebound because guys are scrambling to get in certain positions or get back to their man. But the thing is, it's like when you flip the floor, the guy you were guarding is no longer your guy because everybody's moving, right? So rebound, rebounding for one, like five said, and, and, and picking up the pace, for sure. I know Brandon is a half-court, like, more so a half-court player. But also, like Five said, man, Brandon give the rock up. He'll give it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and he'll he'll advance the ball to get a better look than what he has. Um, and, you know, I feel like if Zion, Zion could do the same, I feel like the, the only person who I haven't named yet that I do want to see pick up the pace is CJ. I want CJ to play at a quicker pace because – a lot of times he, you know, he's he's a he's a ISO scorer, so he gets into his, you know, his own bag. His what I'm, I guess, what I'm trying to say is his shots more so comes off isolation more so than assists. If I can get CJ more assisted shots, I think I could get him better shots, easier shots, cleaner looks. And five Toledo's point, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson from when they play, like really talented players are some of the most unselfish guys in the league like zion and brandon are not guys that you know they're going to make the right play most times more times than not and that's very rare and so when you have guys like cj mccullum in the corner as you're saying trey murphy uh even like guys like jose alvarado if dyson daniels can finish find a shot it's going to make their lives that much easier yeah i lito made some great points and i think the fact that Defense, right? You, you take this defensive thing, they were what, six rated. They can be even better at defense yeah. because they wouldn't allow as many second chance shots that they did as they did last right. year. And I think right. that that's a lot of things that, that hurt them, right? We can always go back to that um, that Houston game, right? You, you miss him mixing a box out, giving up a, another shot. Like those little things. And Brandon has, as his feet, like if you watch these games, like these little intricate things. Like Brandon Ingram's doing really well at. He may not be shining in the box score. I totally get that. But his role is what he's doing. Like this past game today, like he gave the ball up 
he gave the ball up, got a secondary three. Like those little things that you may not think are anything, they're actually they actually can be very very transformative in transition to the Pelicans. Like give it up early, get it back. Now Brandon's comfortable with the three. He's walking into a three, catch and shoot. Those are such easier shots than just you know dribble, dribble, dribble. And Lito, this this point that you made, CJ pushing the pace even in the half court. Like I'm not saying like you know dribble, try to get to the rim initially when you get the rock, but you know you should be crossing the crossing half court at 20 seconds and not 18 and 16. Although those are two or three seconds. Those, those make a big difference rather than, yeah. you know, somebody shooting a grenade at the end of the shot clock. You know, those yeah. two seconds make a, a huge difference. Hey, listen, one, one other thing. I feel like when you when, when you got star players, Brandon, uh, Zion, CJ, being more, more past first guys is contagious to the other guys. And once the basketball has energy – like you cannot, you can't deplete it. Like it's it's just it's it's infectious. And you know what I love also about Zion and Brandon, like they're instilling confidence in their teammates too. So when they give up the rock, right, where they make that extra pass to Trey in the corner, whoever maybe CJ Jose's, etc. That's that's good for the other player too. They're confident that they're trusting him. So so Lito, I guess I'll pitch it back to you. So like, what's the one? I know we talked about rebounding, but what's What's the one big adjustment you want to see be made by this staff this year? And that can that can range from three point attempts, you know, obviously rebounding, more free throw attempts. Like, what do you think? What's the one main thing this coaching staff has to you know, you know, drive home uh, in the preseason going into the regular season? I like five's answer about rebounding. I think I think, and, and for real. My approach to this is rebounding should always be a team thing. It should not just be a big man, the center or the power forward, whoever. It should not be a thing where those two are the only people crashing the boards. I think pace, like we just talked about, should be a focal point um, of this upcoming season. I think I want them to shoot more threes. However, I want them to shoot smart threes because if you got guys on the floor who, who aren't. That's fair. Three point, like I don't, I don't want Herb shooting six threes a game. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't, I don't need that from him. I don't need that from Larry Nance. I don't need that from JV. Um, I don't need that from Zion. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it have, they have to be smart shots. Now, now listen, if it's an open three, I'm, I'm not, I'm never gonna be mad at you. Actually, if you pass up an open three, you kind of disrupting the whole entire flow of the offensive. So, especially somebody worked yeah. hard to get you that yeah. look, and you don't shoot it, like you, you. You basically it's basically a, a eight second violation of turnover. Uh, so that for me, I think the other thing would be I want us to hunt mismatches, miss mismatches in the game. I want us to cross reference players and pick, pick them out and hunt them. You know what I'm saying? Like people do us. Like they 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 will they will pick and roll right. JV or Zion to death and. I think we need to do the same thing on the opposite end of the court. And I guess lastly, it would be I would like to see in-game adjustments in real time. Like, wow. That comes from a staff. I'm glad you brought that up. And, like, I know it's Willie Green's call, but, like, as an adjustment, like, you got to, like, you talk about this on on the bench. 
Like that's not just like a Willie Green. Like he's just going to change it, right? And so, I agree with you, Lito. They got to make they got to be better in game adjustments. I think now with Miles and Borrego and Collins, I, I think that's going to be a lot better. Hopefully this year. Um, five. Same question to you. Biggest adjustment or multiple adjustments you want to see? My bad. Nah, five. I, I mean, nah, I didn't that's, cool. that's cool. That's cool. Cool. You didn't say this one. I just want to see consistency, right? I want to see from the like, staff. Yeah, yeah. Like, tell me. Show me via through the players. This is how you're gonna play. This is the most optimal way to play to get wins. Cool. Whether it works or not, game to game remains to be seen, but I want to see the same thing, right? Show me this is what you guys want to do. I don't want to see one week they're doing this and then the next week they're changing the whole thing and then they're changing it back like no 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 game to game i need some some kind of semblance of foundation this is how they want to play this is how they're going to play and see that throughout a season and make minor sudden adjustments based on roster I, that's but I, I agree with both y'all's answers um I like to see if, if if he's on the team to play through Jonas some nights too. Like, I, I like to see yeah. him, you know, feed him the basketball. Um, I, I think Borrego is going to be just such a big adjustment for this team this year, man. Uh, less sets and more flows, y'all are talking about. And so, I, I mean, five. I, I'll start with you here. We'll wrap it up here pretty soon. But with Borrego's offense, who do you think benefits the most out of uh, off of Borrego's offense, where you know it's flow, it's pace. A lot of threes. Who's gonna benefit the most? <laughs> this Say, about to, this about to sound so crazy, but CJ is gonna benefit the most. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! If CJ. You, yeah, it's it's heavy guard. Hot take of the week. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be CJ. Watch. I'm I'm telling you, I if if you're CJ McCullough, like you're smiling ear to ear, because everything is really it's geared for the guard. Like it literally is geared for the guard now. If Brandon has the ball, then it's gear for Brandon at that point. But if you're CJ McCollum and they trap Brandon, it's a swing, swing to you. So if I don't know, if CJ McCollum's gonna have like a huge year. People are dude. People are killing him, hey, and this show is consistent hey, with it, man, man. My man, my man, Urkel about to have a huge year. <laughs> like he about to oh, go crazy. That's a. Like, Hey, that's a great answer. Uh, Leo, before I get to your um, to your thoughts, you were writing, and I could hear it. It reminded me of Stan of Eminem. When Eminem, you know the song, it's like it's scribbling. No, I know you're a big Eminem fan. No? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, who's... Shout out to <laughs> Shout out to Jono. Um, who's going to benefit the most out of Burrio's offense? I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Brandon. Wow, I'm really surprised y'all didn't say Trey. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm but he- hear me out. Okay, I want to respond to Five's Five's point because I agree with what he said, and it ties into what you just said. In my opinion, that's the reason Trey should start. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. Totally married, not, not to step on your your point right oh, here. No, Leo, no, stop, stop. I'm not, I'm not totally married to to having her start. I, you know, you know, y'all know how I actually feel about it all. But 
it still like her could still be successful off the bench. Like it's it's not a demotion for him. He can still be successful and be and earn accolades off the like it's it's not like gonna demote him in any way. But I think it makes the team a little bit more offensive focus in a league that's pushing offense at a at a higher rate. This team is Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were done. My bad. I, I was gonna say, do you think people overrate starting lineups? Yeah. Like, yeah. it is not that big of a deal that some people make. Listen, if 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 we got bench Herb and, and start Trey, then fine. I'm fine with it. Doesn't matter. Herb's coming in at the seven minute mark, and he's gonna play thirty plus minutes a night. Yeah. yeah and so, and like, and especially if you're a guy like so, Herb, like you get to see everything. Like, yeah. I don't know. I always thought that was. Even when you when you when you're on the bench, you get to see the flow of the game and kind of like judge things. I don't know if he needs to be warm or not. Like, again, I don't know, but like it's still a there's a benefit to coming off the bench. Pause. Like didn't did did Manu come off the bench? Am I crazy? When it, later in his years, didn't Manu come off the bench? Came off the lot. bench. Oh, the beginning and the end. Beginning, <laughs> no, I thought he started some. Maybe, but like his most okay, whatever. The the point being, I think five it just clicked with my head. Like some, I remember someone saying, like I get to see the game before I get into the game. That's why I like coming. Jamal Crawford, Crawford is another guy. Um, Lou Will. You make a great. You make a great point there because the only pushback I would give you with Herb coming off the bench is you can't. Most likely, you're gonna have Dyson and Herb on the court there probably at the end of the first to begin the second. Now listen. That to me, that, I don't think you can do, and it's not going to work. All right, this is this is my pushback. Mm, if Dyson isn't ready at this juncture to be able to play and, and facilitate in a way that him and Herb can't coexist, like what are we talking about? We should be able to have these two guys on the court at the same time. Like we should, we should. There, there shouldn't be a mm-hmm. real problem at that. One supposedly a guard, the other one is a, is a wing, and if it has to happen where Herb has to be the, the guard, that's the issue. Maybe then they're both just wings. So, well, let me let me ask this. I'm sorry, Lita. Well, let me ask you this. If Dyson can't play and you can't play those two together, who would then take Dyson's spot? Would it be Hawkins? Sebron? Uh, Jordan Hawkins has to get his handle better. I, yeah, I'm pretty he sure. He can't play there. I, I don't know. Like, you don't really have a lot of guards. I mean, we we – we kind of Maybe. talked about this before. Probably Najee. Yeah, Najee. I'm like Najee. Oh, I mean, I like Najee, but once again, Najee and Herb together. I mean, I, look, listen. I mean, listen. Herb and Dyson together, not. <laughs> What's I'm great. saying? I'm just thinking of that. But at least, that if at least you bench with, Herb. At least with Najee, you don't lose as much with defense. I know, you know, Dyson's no. a really good defender. You don't lose as much with defense, but yet you gain a guy that's aggressive. And has shown at times carry the Pelicans a couple nights. You know he can get to the rack. He can create a little bit for. He can create for others. He sees the floor. Like Dyson doesn't even give you that. He's got a little bulldog mentality too, man. Yeah. Like he comes in like he's going balls to the wall. Like he's backing whoa, down from nobody. Whoa, 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 I knew you whoa, know like it's whoa, just the saying thing. Whoa, same, whoa. <laughs> we have to unsay our sayings. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Thirty-five minutes in five. That might be an actual. Yeah, we just, we just running a clean show, man. Yeah, clean clean show. show. All right, I'm sorry. Let, hold on. Go so, ahead. so listen, if you start trade, I, I don't. First of all, like start, come off the bench. I, I don't care. Long long as he 
plays with the the other guys. Like I don't really care how you run it, but I, but all I'm saying is when you if you do it, think about the gravity that the defense has to cover in order to stay with those guys. You Zion or Brandon, whoever they penetrate the lane and they kicking it out to damn near who, whoever you want, CJ or Trey, and like <clears throat> you're looking at two like very good shooters from three. It's gonna be, and then CJ, of course, he can he can get in the lane himself. Like he's got an excellent handle. He can create for himself. He can create for others. I just want to see CJ CJ create for others more, and I want to see others create for CJ. So it's not it's it's hard to uh, be consistent when you are uh, an ISO scorer, and this goes for Brandon too. But Brandon passes the ball so much more. Um, in these spots, but I want to see that. Um, I want to. I want to say something about Willie Green for lead out of here. Are, are you? Are you ending it? Is it over? No. Oh, all right. We, I'm sorry. We, we you you said one more thing, so I was just like, all right. Oh, you have know, screw it. I mean, uh, go ahead. Say, I can wait. Before, I can wait. Before you go, before you go to Willie Green, Lido, CJ's one of those dudes that works on his craft. Like you can tell, he's gonna he's gonna do all of these moves that he does in the game in practice, in workouts, it's almost like by default, like he got to show you got to. all the bag work instead of like, I shouldn't have to do this right now. His bag should be, I got to break glass for emergency purposes, not psh, Stone Cold Steve Austin break glass off G. Like I'm, I'm trying to go to work. Like he ain't got to do that. He should, somebody should create for him too. Like, you know, he should get easy looks, right? He should yep. be able to gain confidence from easy looks and other people's gravity rather than, you know, going through the, the woodwork from the jump. Like, that's that's a that's a really great point there. I want to – and to add on to what you just said, I can't remember who the hell it was, but somebody was saying, oh, God, they played with somebody and they were pissed off playing with him because they were like, every time – the guy would shoot, he was open underneath the room. And he was like, I think it was like halftime or some shit. Like he exploded on him after like 20 games. He was like, yo, Melo. It was Iman Shumper and Melo. So Iman Shumper was saying, yo, Melo, like I'm open. Like, give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'm open. I'm open. And like Melo was like, yo, I see you open. I fucking see you open. He was like, but I work on that shit all summer. And that is kind of like what you're saying about CJ. Like, I work on these difficult shots. I got to shoot them. I've been putting the work in for it. I deserve – and and I do agree he does deserve to shoot them. But I think the flow of the offense should be like A1 in everything we do. If it, if it doesn't fit in the flow, I don't know. But I'm also going to say this. I'm on the CJ McCollum's. I'm on a 24-season uh, comeback tour for him. I think he's gonna have an incredible year. I don't. I don't deny that. Five. CJ is an incredible scorer. Well, don't get me wrong. He's an incredible, gifted offensive talent. Do you think he can accept being the third option on the team? He could. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Do you <laughs> think? No, 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 no. <laughs> he could. I, I obviously, I know he can. Do you think? Because I do think that's a big All right. topic. Let me, to... let me let me say this. 
when has he told you that he's not gonna do that? Cause he will. He, I feel like I, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like he will. When the other two guys play enough games for him to be like, yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna chill now. Like I, I've said, I've said this before about. Good point. I've said this about LeBron and AD. Really, um, LeBron wants to take a step back. But like eight, and I think LeBron comes from a, again an older generation. Like, no, you gotta take these keys out of my hand. It's almost like the dudes that you know. Man, I drive better when I'm drunk. No, you literally have to take the keys out of their <laughs> hands. You have to take like Zion and Brandon have to take the keys out of CJ's hands. Like, we got it, bro. You just shoot the jumpers that we pass to you. Like, you ain't got to do all that today. We got you, bro. That that's what it, that's what has to happen. I like that. I, I, I think like that. I think it's CJ accepting the trade to New Orleans or being put in New Orleans in the team he was willing to play for. He was essentially accepting the third role on the team. Yeah. But you gotta but you gotta take that out of his hand. Like he got for he sure. not one of, like he no. would put work in. So he, he one of them. He yeah. he a, he a, he a, a, a career twenty point per game score for. 11 years, dog. Like, nothing has come easy for him. Pause. Like, not, not, no part of his game, uh, undersized guard who's not an athlete. He's not an elite athlete yeah. who did it with, like, craftiness and, and, and skill. skill. You know Lito, what I'm saying? Lito, you said the other night or the other week that C.J. McCollum's, like, one of the best players to ever play for this organization. And people, like, are just ready to, like, get, get rid of the guy. I mean, because he... Yeah. How, how many games did he play with that with that thumb? Five? 30? 30 yeah. plus? Yeah. At least Something maybe like half the season. Who knows? And if you if you really go look at the box score, you're like, damn, still didn't really have that bad of a year. And he had a labrum. He led I mean, the team in assists. He was 30 and, rebounding. And that's what I was gonna say. We were talking about we were talking about rebounding. That's what I want to say. We were talking about rebounding. And I wanted to be like CJ McCollum led the team or was third, third was third yeah. on the team in rebounding. And as, a, as five, as you say, I'm looking at you, Trey. I'm looking at you, Herb. Like y'all gotta go rebound. That's a, I agree with that. I, that's got to be the. Listen, that's got to be hammered home. Check this out. Preseason. If you look at CJ McCollum's skill set, period. Look at his skill set, and you don't think he's one of the best players, one of the best guards to ever play for this organization? I don't know who the <laughs> fuck you've been watching play. I don't, I don't know who the fuck. Hey. I don't. I I have no idea if you think you, you Tony Douglas walking through that door right now, like you, you fucking Dan Dickow, like. Hey, stop! Why do we always bring up Dan Dick out? He was a legend, man. Jimmer Fredette, like, what you, who you, who you, bro? It's Jimmer Fredette. There's literally three guards, four, probably three guards in this organization's history: Chris, Baron, Baron, Drew, Nero Pargo. Like, that's it. The stop. He stops there. Like, it you, literally what, stops there. We well, I guess Pager was a forward, but um. Yeah, Tyreek, maybe if you want to include, maybe I don't think he's better than CJ. I don't think. Well, he we had either. Rondo. We had Rondo for. But that's yeah, a year. That's not like a different type of guard, know, but, though. Yeah. But okay, uh, okay. Bounce back here for CJ McCollum. Um, I mean, what? Hold on. What is he oh, bouncing he, back? He still averaged twenty in. Like, what is he? Bounce back, yeah. That, I, do I mean. Not. Juvenile Jerome. Listen, I don't think 
I don't think CJ McCollum had a terrible year. I, I really do not. I just he had a think brutal he, playing game, though. He did. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. I'd be tired too. I'd be right. tired too, man. Kept this shit afloat. Yeah. He, kept, he kept this whole shit afloat. That's fair. Uh, you got anything else? As far uh, as like on uh, CJ or no? Uh, oh, no. Lito. So, oh uh, yeah. So listen, you was talking about leadership, right? So listen, the leader of the team is Willie Green. Willie Green is a Willie Green is a leader of men. Willie has conquered one of the toughest things for coaches to do, and that is to get guys to want to play for you. That's like that 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 is the like as a coach you can get better at X's and O's, you can get better at clock management, you can get better at rotations, but to get motherfuckers to really want to play for you. You can't get better at like that's something you just it's just an innate quality you gotta have. Willie is a guy who he appeals to journeymen, he appeals to stars. You know what I'm saying? Like Willie is a guy who he has this universal likeness to him that guys wanna play hard for him. They wanna run through a wall for him. They wanna they wanna see what the you know what they wanna see Willie succeed. And that's something that's very tough to do in life in general, to get others to want to see you succeed because they trust you, right? Trust. So when you ask me who the leader of the team is, and while I do believe, you know, Brandon is is definitely the guy who guys look up to, Willie Green is the leader of the team. Willie has a very um, positive influence on this team, but I think he has, like, Right now, I think he's like in a really great position. Although it may seem like dark at times, but like he's on a team where his team wants him to succeed as though they want to succeed as well. And he has a young superstar in Zion. He has really, you could say CJ and Larry are, are good vets. Brandon is an emerging star that's getting better. And he has really good young guys. He has all the pieces. And now he's put a staff together. Dude got his beard now. He rocking Louis bags. Like, I think this is Willie Green's year. Oh. Like, I think this is like, like he's going through like the really rough patches. He's had guys in and out. Like, he's done, like, he's had, he's almost like done the hard part first. Now we get to see – it's not like when Steve Kerr went straight to the Warriors and he had, like, boom, explosion, right? Pause. Um, now it's like Willie Green had to kind of get it out the swamp, per se, and build some semblance of a foundation from a really tumultuous era of basketball. Now can you see the fruits of said labor this year? Very well. You know, I, I agree with that. Um, I think it's a big year for him. Uh, but you have to take an account. And I really do hate making the excuses, but he literally had Zion's played in two years, 29 games for him. And he's had his two best players on the court 11 times. That That is out of his, out of his hands. Yeah, and, and and to your point five, he's gone through that, and I know they got both of them playing. One was a playoff appearance, one wasn't, and it was a shit ending last year. But to 
to both Lito and Five's point, he is a great leader. People want to play for him. And a lot of people be like, that's not a big deal. It is a big, it's a huge deal. You ain't never been on a team before if you say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a that, huge deal to go through those back-to-backs, you know, the three out of four nights. Like, that's a big deal just to show up. Because night in and night out, anybody in the NBA can get beat. Hey, man, when the last time y'all saw a, a team head coach and opposing players go to an NBA Finals game together and watch it close? For everybody to see you. Like yeah. y'all, y'all didn't make the playoffs. Y'all didn't, but you pull up. Like that that takes some nuts, bro. That does. Like, cause you know, like people watch like oh, what you just watching the game. I just go you, pull up like that. You know, and I really when I really when I think I realized Willie Green was special, or he had a special quality that like I didn't exactly know what it was. When the kill got traded and Josh got traded and they sat there that whole game. <laughs> Yeah. Or the first half of the game, or whatever. Yeah. Like that's not that's not normal. Like guys get traded, they got their bags, they get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they on the first thing smoking to the airport. Um, so I, I think you, you know, you got a special, you got a special guy, you got a special coach. I think Willie's the right coach for the guy for for this team. You know, add other offensive talent around him as far as like coaching wise, and you know, I I think you'll see him thrive. It's just really time for fourteen and one to step up and see it, baby. Yeah. Hey, listen, I was, I was, listen, man. Willie, Willie had a lot of pressure on him last. I mean, shit, the whole time he been, but last year, especially like with the start that we we got off to, right? And then like I was one of the people like wanting to see adjustments. You know what I'm saying? And then I sat back and I thought I was thinking about this. I'm like, fourteen and one, not play- what the fuck can he adjust? What, the- <laughs> what the fuck can he adjust? Let Trey shoot 25 times a night. Yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted <laughs> to see. But Maybe I, that or play through Jonas. Like, the, there were some things, Lito, and yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. There are some things that he needs to get better at. I think timeout management, when Chaz says all the time, I completely agree. I think in-game adjustments, and I think X's and O's. Well, he got an X's and O's guy. He got an X's and O's guy. Willie Green isn't an X's and O's guy, and that's okay. He got his guy now. Not now yet. you want to see, huh? Not yet. But that's the reason why you hire a guy like that because right. in, in the same he sense he addressed Willie, the issue. He 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 knows his weakness, right? But, at, so, but in the same sense, it's Willie being a student also because he's going maybe to he's learn. learning. Maybe yes. yeah. But also maybe he got a little bit more freedom after getting a lot of the Van Gundy staff out. Um, so I'm interested. Y'all, y'all made some really good points on Willie. Would you say, Lito? It's a wild thing when you when you give your this Willie third year. Yep. Yeah, I just want to see. I just want to be able to see Willie Green have his all of his guys, and I just want to see what the team can do. I mean, it's insane to think about this, but <sighs> like, comment, subscribe. Um, presented by the Company Burger, located forty six hundred Fred Street and DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's hear from DraftKings Sportsbook. With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action is in sight. You can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use code BOOT to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you just bet $5 on any NFL bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The crown is yours. Subscribe. We'll see y'all next week.